Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies episode 48. Usually on these episodes we'll sit back and chat about restaurants I've been exploring for the last few weeks, but there's actually a worldwide pandemic and Chicago is not immune to being hit by that. So I have not been exploring restaurants as much as I would like for sure, but I do have some interesting insights for 2021. I've been chatting with a lot of people in the restaurant industry, a lot of foodies, a lot of friends, etc. kind of talking about what's the most anticipated restaurants of 2021 here in Chicago. So I broke it down into a couple different restaurants that might be interesting to chat about, jot up some notes on about them. So sit back, relax, enjoy this ride. Projecting a restaurant opening is not an exact science and the pandemic has only made matters tougher. Quite a few people I've talked about are only talking about the debut of restaurants in 2020, but now being pushed to 2021. Uh, 2021 brings hope in the form of vaccinations, the economic landscape is far from clear. Indoor dining has remained suspended since October here in Chicago, unless you have a faux tent or whatever. And there's no feel for the health metrics that will satisfy government officials. In the efficacy of uh, COVID-19, excuse me, vaccine and consumer confidence and indoor dining are too many variables that restaurant industries cannot account for. With that in mind, here's a list of expected restaurant openings in 2021 that we think would be super exciting. The Alinea, new, Alinea Group's new project, located on Wacker Drive in Lakeshore East. Uh, this is going to be with the Nick Kokanis and Grant Achatz, however to pronounce it, sorry about those guys. Uh, work continues on the 101-story St. Regis, Chicago, like the, near like the Vista Tower, which is a $100 billion skyscraper that overlooks Chicago River. Apparently, the Alinea Group has been in negotiation for years and helps to find space inside the Luxury Tower, which is scheduled to open in late 2021. There aren't many details beyond that, but the Alinea Group will have fine dining restaurant on the 18th floor and an all-day restaurant on the floor. Names haven't been shared, but they're also working with Let Us Entertain You and Ambria at Lincoln Park. So this is going to be another high-end restaurant right on uh, Wacker Drive, which would be super fun, and not like they don't have enough Alinea-style restaurants over there. <laughs> Next one is Esme, which will be located uh, 2220 North Clark Street, which is in Lincoln Park. Uh, this husband-wife team of Jenner, Tomaska, and Katrina Bravo are leaning into the spirit of community, hoping a weave appreciation for the arts with the Kamasa's fine dining experience into a neighborhood restaurant. Esme appears on track for a spring debut. Ooh, soon. Tomaska, who worked over Alinea's group next restaurant, has been hard at work fundraising, but not for his project. He says within 24 hours, his team raised $13,000 from workers at Virtue in Hyde Park. And the first respondents of the Chicago hospital. There's no update in the menu, but Tamakasa and Bravo are preaching patience. Community dining seems super interesting. I always enjoyed that, but we'll see how that plays out with the, uh, with the pandemic. The next one up on the list is going to be The Exchange, around uh, 224 South Michigan Avenue in the Loop. 
The DMK Restaurant Group has a bold idea for 2020 to bring Chicago a Japanese listening bar fusing music with food and allowing customers to listen to curated collection of vinyl. They brought on Houston a 2015 James Beard Foundation Award nominee who worked at the publican Boltwood in suburban Evanston. Expect a bigger update on the project later this year, but the news right now on the addiction of the two new members of the kitchen staff. Matt Pachardley of Publican Quality Meats is the head baker, and Gabby Sanchez, the head pastry chef. Sanchez's work at Thomas Keller's Bouchon Bakery in Yountsville, California, completed on Food Network's Chopped Sweets. There's no ETI opening just yet. So I know what you're already thinking. Oh, is he talking about nothing's opening in 2021? Yeah, because nothing's going on in 2021. Yeah, these are just things, rumors I'm hearing from around the industry of really exciting things to open. Fingers crossed a lot of restaurants don't keep closing like they are and more restaurants keep reopening, but let's continue with the list and keep our head above water here. Jose Andres Restaurants. Andres has continued his humanitarian efforts during the pandemic as a famous chef works to feed the needy by partnering with local restaurants across the nation. In 2020, there was a buzz that Andres was ready to bring tapas restaurant Helio to River North. There's no updates on this, but Andres made another announcement. He's teamed up with Chicago's respected Gibson's restaurant group to buy the food and beverage inside 110 North Wacker Drive, a skyscraper that will eventually house Bank of America's Chicago office. Bank staff are also keeping out of their cubicles, something that could be thus throughout 2021. Andres and Gibson's are hoping for a more sustainable update soon. Up next is Lardon, which would be 2202 North California, which is read by me in Logan Square. The former township space has long been vacant in Logan Square, and two restaurant vets, who are also neighborhood residents, have big plans. Lardon will feature cured meats, arsenal cheeses, sandwiches, coffee, and a retail marker. Chef Thompson, formerly Coda de Volpe, is Lakeview, known best for his work at A16 in San Fran, will have a curing cave to create charcuterie and salumi. He's working with Lewis, who was in 2017 open Centennial Crafted Beer Eatery in River North. They're gearing up for an early 2021 opening with plans to expand in the adjacent spaces last year. Next on the list is Reunion, which is on Navy Pier. Ooh, awesome. It's more stuff on Navy Pier. And it's been 25 years since Bubba Grump Shrimp debuted on Navy Pier, and Art Smith believes Chicago deserves better than a chain. Smith is Oprah Winfrey's former personal chef, has made a name for himself who is Southern cooking, including fried chicken that became popular with the former Table 52 in Gold Coast. As Navy Pier hopes to attract more locals in a world where tourism isn't reliable, Smith is teaming up with a group behind American's Dog to open inside a high-volume space near the pier's entrance. Smith says he's playing with CBD, so expect some new twists, Reunion slate for a spring opening. Oh, interesting. Next up on our list from our um, different birds of a bee that flock together around the restaurant industry are is Rosemary at 932 West Fulton Market. Uh, here's to be Chef Joe Flam and Sanser Hospitality. At this time in 2020, there was no name for Flam's upcoming Croatian-Italian restaurant, but the former Top Chef champion and the owner of BLVD plan to open soon. The new opening date is April 1st, and Flam laughs that the joke was that it was supposed to be due on April Fool's Day 2020. <laughs> so push out a whole year. What a good joke. The playbook hasn't changed for Rosemary, a tribute to Flam and his wife's roots, giving the chefs another chance to use pasta skill with the honed in Tony Matano over at Spazio. Next on our list is Three House, which is in at 1450 West Chicago Avenue in Wicker Park. The key players here are chef and partner Tyler Nicholson, Tyler LeBlanc, co-owners Chris Russo, George Olivos, and Samuel LeBlanc. Oh, that's a lot of chefs in the kitchen, if you know what I mean. 
Anyways, the story here is of Three House maybe a recurring one in 2021. This is a new team that's taken over the space belonging to Bar Biscay, so MFK's sibling restaurant that did not survive the pandemic, sadly. Uh, Nixon's family owns Wishbone, the beloved West Loop breakfast and lunch spot. LeBlanc Clemens Rochois, the Michelin star Buckton restaurant. Rousseau owns Round 2, a boutique wicker in Wicker Park, while Sam LeBlanc founded Half Evil Streetwear brand. The team wants to bring an element of cool to the area with fried chicken biscuits, smoked salmon, butter baguettes, coffee, longchamp, French toast, and a smash burger. For years, Schwaz pushed the envelope for fine dining, and diners will trace the lineage of Three House. Expect a March opening, so that's only a couple weeks away. Next on our list is going to be Ventol, which is Carbide and Carbon Building on 230 North Michigan Avenue. The former free reign space for the Carbide and Carbide Building along Michigan Avenue gets a makeover with Ventro, while Clique, a company known for its Vegas venues, and Chicago Air native chef Donald Young hope crowds return downtown when deemed safe. Young has workers of notable French restaurants Les Nomades and Henri is beginning a fun and elevated approach to bistro cuisine. Young helped Tempori find more restaurants in West Town, attain Michelin star status. They hope for a spring opening and there's 25 scat walk patio indoors if dining remains suspended. And our last stop is going to be the X-Spot. The X-Pot, excuse me. The X-Pot was supposed to be bring robots serving Chinese food to Chicago in 2020, inside the Roseville collection shops, and residential development in South Loop. But the future didn't arrive on time, and to pile frustrations caused by the pandemic, this concept is poured over to the Las Vegas restaurant. The good news is our target opening day of April 5th, pending inspection and other obstacles. So, heavy robots serve you, which is uh, absolutely insane. <laughs> I'd also like to give an awesome shout-out to uh, the team over at Q Sushi that just opened up in Ravenswood. Uh, they're actually doing some awesome work with uh, quite a few people that I've been I've known for a long time, actually. Um, so it's Oni is one of the chefs and a couple other people who are working over there. It's Omakase. Uh, they actually had a soft opening where they gave away a bunch of free food for samples, etc. It was actually fantastic. And we're looking to go there uh, opening way. Omni actually comes from Suite 202, which was in uh, the Hotel Lincoln before. We actually had omakase-style Japanese sushi uh, actually in a suite in the hotel room, which is pretty awesome. So I know this is a quick, short little episode for everyone, but I hope everyone's getting more excited and riled up for the reopening of a bunch of restaurants. Want to support local wonder you can do best. So hopefully if you have any more recommendations on restaurants that are opening, tips or tricks, send them my way. With that, over and out. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> at Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in 
iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.